Disclaimer. Explain It Me is a podcast hosted by two adults who drink in the safety of their own home. If you are joining in on the fun while listening, please drink responsibly, don't drink and drive, and know your limits. Stay safe and have fun. As you listen to episodes, you may hear us make mistakes like names of films, actors, and actresses, as well as other unrelated facts. Please remember that we are both intoxicated while making this show and are aware of these mishaps. Please do not yell at the podcast while listening. We cannot hear you. I'm two and a half wines in. <laughs> I feel red. Can we get back to the movie, please? Kiss confusion. <laughs> oh, we don't know that yet. <laughs> Dad's disease. Explain it me. Explain. Explain it me. Explain it me. Just get into it. Get, 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 get into get, it, y'all. Get into it. But don't get into diarrhea because it's not good for your soul. Unless you want to shit it out in the bathroom in a Target. We don't have to talk about the day we've had. We can just, you know. Nine o'clock at night. <laughs> Did you see the guy who welcomed us into Target? Oh, yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> Through the exit. And he was like, oh, hello. In my head, I was like, sir, you do not want to welcome us here. You don't know what it's is like, about uh, to happen. I'm not here to shop. I'm here to shit. <laughs> That's how my day's going. The weird part is is that you were like, I'd rather do this in Target than in Starbucks, as if one's better than the other. Yeah, because I, I said it's less uh, it's less likely for someone to figure out my shame in a Target bathroom because there's multiple stalls. I Many doubt people that. go in and out. I d- First of all, and then you- like the bathroom is right by the counter at that Starbucks. So it's just like, you know, you're making drinks and all of a sudden you're like Oh God! Oh, nothing compares to the Starbucks in nothing Union Square. Nothing compares to, to you. Um, but I was gonna say that no, it doesn't matter because when you look at people in the stall, if you look at the way their feet are positioned, you can tell who's taking a shit and who's not. <laughs> you didn't know that? You position your feet differently when you shit. When you squat like a ninja to take a piss in public, your feet are elevated to the back. When you are blowing a bathroom up, your feet are flat on the ground because you're sitting unless you're squatting oh, well, over. I'm going to have a controversial take. I sit on the toilet no matter <laughs> where I go unless it's absolutely fucking disgusting. Why didn't you tell me that? Me too. Because I, I, just I, can't, won't, I, feel I like, can't piss squatting above it. I feel it. like it, it like it splashes more when you're higher up. So you might as well just risk the biscuit and just sit on the nasty ass fucking Skip for public. The biscuit. Yeah. That's not why I do it. I do it because as soon as I hover over it, the pee won't happen. Mm. Like, you know how sometimes you wake up in the morning and you have to piss, but it's not happening, but you feel that your bladder's full? That's because you've been sleeping too long. That's usually when it happens. Shut the fuck up, Bill yeah, Nye. No. Your bladder needs to wake up. No, that, that is not why. I believe it is. It's not the reason. The reason is, I don't know the reason, but I do know that, like... <laughs> I have a reason, and you're like, that's not it. I don't have one, but that's not it. I do know that if you run water, the sound of water will make you pee. No, I feel like that sometimes doesn't work either. That, that always works for me. My mom taught me that trick since I was, like, five. She was like, well, sometimes you gotta put your hand under it. Because, you know, like, if you put your hand... If you put somebody's did hand you, in, a, she teach in a warm you bottle... they're like, oh, we put, you know, pregnant women's hands in water... They don't do that to pregnant women. They do that to make people piss themselves at sleepovers. No, wait, there, there was Stephanie, have you ever stupid... been bullied? <laughs> yes. No, you haven't. 
Yes, I have. My if dad you... threatened to come to school because someone called me a Polak <laughs> when I was like four uh, in fourth grade or in third grade. See, I wasn't bullied in. I was bullied from junior high on. And then by the time I got to high school, my bullying years made me so rigid. Like, I, like it was like I got out of prison. I was ready to just kill somebody. I mean, I went to a pretty very interesting uh, junior high junior school. High, so, all right. So, welcome. So, welcome to explain, explain it. Me. Explain me. Explain me. Explain where uh, one of us explains to the other person a movie that they have never seen. Mm-hmm. And what movie are we doing today, we Stephanie? We are doing the most amazing classic, Braveheart. Which my mom asked me, are you doing that Mel Brooks movie tonight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, you're, you're confusing Mel, Mel who? a very famous Jewish comedian with a man who hates Jews. Like, that's not the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty big mix-up. Mm-hmm. I only wrote down two actors' names because those are the only people that there's matter. There's like 25 yeah, there's people a lot in of people. this film. But it, it's fine. Like, no one else. There's only like four people that really matter and at There's some only point, four people that matter, but you only wrote down two, and yeah, one of them the I other, get. I don't even. And I'm gonna I'm gonna bet all of the money, which it's not a lot that I have, that one of them is Mel Gibson. Ding ding ding! <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. This movie uh, came out in 1995. Good year. I was two years old. Good year. Uh, me too. <laughs> it's starring Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> what month? Good question. Because 1995 was the year my brother was born. I have no fucking idea. (laughs) I didn't dig that deep. So his name in the movie is William Wallace. Now, wait a second. Before we get into this, this is based on a true story, right? I have no idea. Honestly, like, I feel like it it maybe it's like a legend shit or like, I have no idea. Is it really? This is the thing about about this movie. This isn't, you know, there's no time travel in Braveheart, right? Thank God. This I think is, we've done enough for that, of even, that for a while. Even though this is a fictionalized version of this story, this is a real story. There is a William Wallace. I know this because my fiancé is British. He's not Scottish, but he knows history like the back Scots. of his hand. Sexy Scott boys. Mm. Let's, wait, before we start this, Stephanie, Hello. let's get your, your hottest Scottish accent. Let's go. Oh, God. <laughs> Hold on. Be embarrassing. I can't fucking think of anything. Oh my god, I just watched this movie literally this morning, finished it, and I can't fucking think of what a Scottish accent sounds like. You don't know what it sounds like? I'm gonna do I'm gonna do something. They may take our lives. <laughs> but they may take oh fuck, I already fucked it up. But they may never take our freedom. <laughs> I butchered that so bad. <laughs> There's a phrase that you can say that is in like Scottish slang, but I don't know it. But it kind of sounds like it's it's a brunette meat to neat. If it was better said, it would be neat. I know when I watch James McAvoy's YouTube videos, he's always like, uh, "What the fuck?" There's a phrase that they say. It's like topside. <laughs> it means like the sun's they don't, they don't out. Say they, don't like that. <laughs> they don't say that in this movie. You don't know me. <laughs> you shall not pass. That's, yeah, I know. That's, that was horrible. <laughs> Let's stop. Fucking movie. <laughs> All right. So the movie starts in uh, the year 
1280. I'm done. Bye. I'm out. I don't want to fucking know about it. 1280. God yeah, damn. Yeah. That sounds boring. I mean, they didn't have much to do, so except for just butcher the shit out of each other. I'm going to say this. If you ever end up watching this movie, any fight scenes are insanely fucking brutal. It's really gory, right? Yeah, but, like, strangely gory. I'll mention later on, like, one specific scene in one of the fights where I was like, that's creative. <laughs> I will say that the only thing I know about this film, other than it's, like, it's about Scotland fighting for its freedom yeah. from the English, right? Yeah. Fuck the English. Um, <laughs> Fuck my, my fiance. Fia- no, my fiance's Welsh. Um, the only thing that I know about it is that it's about them fighting for their freedom, Scotland's independence, and uh, Mel Gibson's character gets drawn and quartered at the end. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Where they they tie you to a horse, a oh, horse no, on no. every fucking limb of yours. They, I'll, I'll you'll, you'll tell, tell it later. It. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Spoiler alert: This yeah. man dies. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> So, 1296. What? 1280. <laughs> oh, so, oh, Where'd God. you get 96 I, from? Do you think, I remember 12, that's it. Okay, well, th- that's... <laughs> it happened in the year 12. <laughs> it happened, yes. 80. We're gonna party like it's 1280. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Scotland I, had... I'm already a little drunk. Cool. Scotland had some... Hot. Oh, my God, I can't even get into my first fucking sentence. <laughs> Scotland mm-hmm. had some kind of king... This man died. You don't know his name? They don't... They absolutely tell you what king died. Okay, I don't Anybody care. who knows history oh knows what king died. Uh, why does this happen every single time? It doesn't. I, I can't even get into the first sentence and you're already like, wait a minute. You're right, you're right. You don't know I'm, these details? I'm sorry. My sorries. You should be my sorries. <laughs> so the king dies. He doesn't have an heir. So everybody basically like starts fighting for the crown within Scotland. It, a Scottish king died. Yes, a Scottish king okay. died. Now I have a question. Already. <laughs> Is Scotland owned by England at this point? Already? So they don't go into details, but I'm assuming that and any historians listening let me know. I'm probably completely wrong. But from what I got is that like England basically owned all the nobles and like gave them power, but it was kind of bullshit. Mm. Um, just to kind of give them some kind of form of like nobility or whatever. But yeah, England basically has their complete grasp over them. So you know, the- there's that one song that goes, "I am Henry the Eighth. I am Eighth. I am. I am. I am. I-, I got married to the widow next door. She's been married seven times before. Henry the Eighth. I am. I am. Where the fuck Henry do you know this from? What ghost the fuck? with Patrick Swayze. Oh, God. Because he's singing it to annoy Whoopi Goldberg to get her to say that she'll go see his widow. Sorry, you go. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for allowing me. The nobles, they try to come up with like a a truce to kind of settle things because they're already kind of fighting. And the story starts, the nobles of Scotland. Nobles are peasants? No, no. Like the, the is nobles like above royal their middle fam- class? Let's say royal But then they're not nobles. Noble is them- like working class men, I thought. No, noble. That's like, royalty? We, we got like peasants and then we got nobles. <laughs> and the nobles are living in courts, right? Yeah, kind of. Okay. But I mean like they're still living in villages. I don't fucking know. Let's not get into the details. I need to understand. Listen, do you understand There's that when some- you're telling me a story, I put myself in the movie? I think of myself as a character to try to understand this. Let let me set the scene, even though we're like two sentences in and I have like 20 plus pages of notes. The nobles, there's like different tiers of them, Mm, let's say. So they're just like, because they had clans in Scotland 
I don't know if they still do. Clans with a K? With a C. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wrong time period, right? Unless I didn't so know when had... the KKK started. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> let's, let's, let's avoid that subject. They had, like, royalty within the clans. I don't know what, like, the main clansman was called or whatever. They... Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Scotland. We're not talking about America. So. 1288-80. Oh, my God. This is going to be so difficult. You would think that a movie with no time jumping would not be as hard. No, I, I mean, like, it's fairly fluid for the most part, but, like... All right, don't worry. Noblesmen, go on. Go okay. on. We get introduced to kind of, like, our main characters, and Mel shows up for the first time. We're calling him Mel. We're not calling him William. I think I only called him, like, William once. <laughs> William Woodrow. Mel Will. Wallace. So... Wilson. Gibson. <laughs> He's, it's not actually Mel Gibson. What? Yet, because he's. Oh, I thought you were telling me Mel Gibson's real name isn't Mel Gibson. <laughs> no, we're introduced <laughs> to him as a child. Oh, okay. His dad. Young William. His dad is like um, the main dude in their village. Let's call him Big Willie. Can I get through the Like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Okay. We meet Mel. Mm-hmm. He's six. His pops and I think his older brother, We're. it's never clarified who this older kid is they're headed to the truce to kind of meet with all the other leaders nobles or whatever the fuck and he kind of like wants to tag along with them but he's like no you're too young like stay behind but he ends up following them anyways and they end up going to the house where they were all going to meet and everyone's fucking dead okay wait a second (laughs) when you say everyone's who finds everyone dead they all kind of find so mel his dad, and then whoever the fuck the third person is, brother or not, they walk into the house. They're kind of, like, yelling in front, and, like, no one's answering okay. them. So but, they so, go in, and everyone's hanging from the seat, from the roof. Who did that? We don't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know until later on in the movie. I wasn't sure, like, who did it. So William Wallace and his family are fine. They're the ones who come across everybody's body. Oh, you know what? When showing up to the party. Just a note to everybody out there. Sometimes being late can save your life. Yep, exactly. (laughs) They go back to their village and they decide with the rest of the peasants, because I don't know what else to call them, village people. I don't know. Is that worse? (laughs) Yes. They're the village people. Yeah, they're going to fight the people that killed everyone. I guess I don't know. Young man. You're fucking dead. (laughs) Young man. You There's a gun in your, your hand. <laughs> I said, young there was man. No guns. <laughs> There's no guns? Donna, it's 1280. Okay, listen to me. Oh, God. Do you need me to Google when guns were invented? I know when I watched Pocahontas as a child that they had muskets, which are guns. And I don't know what year that was that that happened. But I'm guessing it was before 1288. The 13th century. Don't, don't. 1364. <laughs> We're gonna party like it's 1364. Wait a minute, so you're telling me guns didn't exist? No. So There's no guns. They're using swords, fucking... Swords. Swords. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so they go back to the village. They just they talk with all the village peeps, peasant peeps. How do they talk to them? They're like, y'all. Y'all! <laughs> I'm the only one who can Y'all try. Is, no, but they don't use... Okay, I'm the only whatever. one who can try to do this accent at this point. So... Isn't this a place that I'll show you? Oh my god, can I just... Oh, I'm <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I'm okay. sorry. They decide they're going to go fight everybody. Um, we don't everybody? know who. 
I don't know. Maybe they mentioned it and it completely flew over my head, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Little Mel uh, wants to join the fight. His Little dad Mel. is like, no. Um, nee. Our wits are what makes us men, is that, what that, he says. <laughs> that's not that bad. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, someone's probably like, oh Yeah. But so. Disgusting! <laughs> and Pez leave Mel. Pops and Pez? <laughs> yeah, peasants. <laughs> calling them the candy. It's like, why are you calling them Pez? <laughs> I thought it was a nice nickname. So Pops and Pez leave Mel. Um, Who are they leaving him with? No one. They leave him with another, like, six-year-old. <laughs> They're alone. You're a month old or you can watch him. Um, I called him his, um, I apologize to all the gingers, Fire Ginge. <laughs> Spend the night alone. <laughs> Next day, the pests come back, and guess what? His dad died. Yeah, Pops is dead. <laughs> and then we jump straight forward uh, to the funeral, and Mel is... You done? <laughs> oh, God. How drunk are you? <laughs> I put oh, five God. shots into our drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every day is Remember, for I'm, the I'm, funeral. I'm a shot ahead of you. <laughs> I put five in yours. I put four in mine. Thanks. So I have even more. It's coming up on you. We're gonna get So <laughs> funeral. <laughs> I feel red. <laughs> God. Oh my God. Funeral. <sighs> Who remembers that show? My life with Liz. Go on. All right, so they leave. The, his dad dies. His dad dies. They do that Viking funeral shit where they set his body on fire. No, they they bury him. So they're at the funeral. They have shovels, but they don't have guns. <laughs> it's you want to talk to the director of this movie? No, like, I want to summon the vault. You, you know, <laughs> the what? The Wolf The fuck is the Wolf Vault? Why did you say soul, but I said wolf? I want to summon the soul of William Wallace and be like, yo, what was up? No guns? No guns. <laughs> GTA? Okay. Funeral. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> you can't tell funeral without fun. You need it. You need to take... slow down. Yeah. Just take a little, little break. Got it. Funeral. <laughs> funeral. Fun funeral. Where where six-year-old Mel is crying. There's a little girl awkwardly staring at him. And as soon as everyone walks away, she, like, goes and picks a flower and gives it to him. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's you sweet. Know what? But then there's this moment where they're just, like, staring at each other, like, awkwardly. Well, I mean, obviously it's setting up the fact that they're going to be lovers. What's the guy from Red October's name? What the fuck is Red October? The submarine movie. Das Boot? <laughs> what? He's in that movie. The Hunt for Red October? Yeah. He's, Sean Connery? Yes. He shows up for like two seconds. Damn, I'm good. He's Sean a, Connery shows yes. up. Sean, Sean Connery, Connery is Scottish. He was. Shows, He's dead. Rest in peace. <laughs> he shows up on a white horse out of nowhere at the funeral, basically when everyone walks away. Uh, says he says, Uncle... His name is, I, I literally wrote out Argyle, so it's Argyle is his name. His name is Argyle, like the pattern? <laughs> There's a pattern? Argyle. 
You never seen those sweater vests that men wear and it's like diamonds, but they're like different colors. That's called Argyle. That's called Argyle. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm named after a potter. He says he looks like a girl. He says that to Mel Gibson's character? Yeah. That's nice. What I mean is he says he looks like his mom. Uh. <laughs> Um, he asks him if the funeral was nice. He says, I don't know, because the priest or whoever the fuck uh, spoke in Latin. And he's like, well, we got to fix that or some shit like that. So that night. They do have their own language, right? I know that other than slang. Yeah, no. They but do I think have, Gaelic I is the wrong word to call it. But I thought that they do have like a, their own language. I don't know. They were speaking Latin, but whatever. <laughs> well, that's like Catholic shit. Um, he has this weird fucking dream. Dominis ebus mamidus. Patrus. <laughs> Patrus. Cinco seis. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, he has a dead pop's dream. And his dad says, your heart is free. Have the courage to follow it. Okay, hold on a second. His dad's like, I was reborn into a his, Russian. His dad... <laughs> <laughs> His dad is dead, mm-hmm. right? He's laying on the same table, like, because they cleaned his body before they buried him. Yeah, they did. And that. he's, like, laying on the table. I would know, I've been there. Turns his head and starts speaking to him. Then he wakes up. Have you ever heard a Scottish person read the words to Anaconda by Nicki Minaj? This dude named Michael used to ride motorcycles. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dick bigger than a something. I'm not talking, Dick, but I, I know I'm doing Russian. Russian. That's because you, that's, you fucking did that. So his uncle says that before he can learn how to fight, he needs to learn how to use his brain. Jesus Christ. Am I watching Braveheart or Karate Kid? <laughs> I mean, he's literally in the movie for like two seconds. And then he's they never. Were, honestly, they were like. Let's bring up the only famous Scottish actor we can, Sean Connery. They probably paid him like half a million dollars yeah, for it, too. Probably. Jump to years later. Oh, God. Um, we meet some English bitch boy. He is British. the son of the king, mm-hmm. and he's getting married to the rival king's daughter who happens to be French. All right, so... We're just the, setting plot line. Basically. The British guy is going to marry a French princess. Yes, and he is the son of the king. Yes. So and, the f- and the I'm, I'm going to make sure he talks like this. Oi, bit rude to put your knife in me, ain't it? <laughs> it should be more like oi. <laughs> bit rude to put my knife there. Um, she's super pretty. Who is it? <laughs> S- Sophie Marcoux. I don't know who the fuck that. Is. So it's probably a real French actress. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She is very pretty. He's staring at her. <laughs> Like he's seen a woman for the first time. Is this the girl at the funeral? No, this is oh. this is separate. This is like the first thing that's like cutting to the present. Um, I don't think there's like a title that says like how present many years. day. In, yeah. Like, yeah, he's looking at her, and then all of a sudden, imagine he's supposed to be like sixteen because I'm like ten years. I guess it's like thirty two, like the sixteen <laughs> yeah. year old. So. I mean, I wouldn't be fucking surprised. True. But all of a sudden, the prince, like, turns around, and he's staring at somebody, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's gay. <laughs> oh, but we we know that as the audience, but, like, they don't know that. I get, like, the I don't think the princess does, because there's, like, shit that happens later on, but I'm like, it's very obvious that he's gay, and then I'm pretty sure his, the king knows <laughs> that he's gay, too, but 
Uh, the face that he makes straight up looks like fucking Napoleon Dynamite, like where he's just staring and his mouth is open. That's what he's looking at the princess. Like slack jawed, like yeah, drooling exactly. and all that. No, not drooling, but just like, uh. <laughs> so, so there's a narrator, right? And they what? randomly, yeah, they randomly chime in. Like they chimed it at the beginning of the movie and now they chime in. You know, that was a very important part. There's obviously a character not that really. you missed. It really, yes, it is. For me, it is. A narrator changes it. I'm now, instead of watching a story, I'm being told a story. Narrator. What is this? Who directed this? I don't fucking know. All right, go on. The narrator randomly just throws in this, like, crazy shade at his son. The king's son? Yeah. The narrator says if the king wants his son's wife to conceive, he'll probably have to do it himself. (gasps) That's disgusting. (laughs) We then go to, like, um, the king's, like chambers or whatever where he has his meetings with like his people or whatever the fuck they're called Mm -hmm. Uh, the English king says that he wants Scotland Um, can I say one thing about the cast every white man looks the same oh god in this movie I literally like they all have the same nose and jowls I'm sorry go on (laughs) the king says that he wants some old custom that the English had to be put back in place. I don't know what the fuck it's called. I started calling it Primavera. What? Like the pasta? Yeah. <laughs> I have to, sounds like that. I have to ask. The king is Scottish? Also, you were fucking wrong. Who? It wow. is not Sean Connery who plays Argyle. It's Brian Cox. They look the same. No, they fucking <laughs> don't. And one is not he, Scottish. He has the fucking hair... That Sean Connery has, like, the white, long hair and the fucking beard, so I apologize. Okay. All right, let's continue. Yeah, please. English King says that he wants Primavera for dinner. Pasta Primavera. You want to know what the fuck this custom is? Yeah. It says that English nobles will have the sexual rights to a, a Scottish bride on their wedding night. So they're gonna sell this bitch like cattle. They're no, gonna so, like, so pass her on. Like any every single time that there's someone that's getting married in Scotland, any the noble, British can, like oh, in the just air, go sleep right, with so them. like if it's his like county or whatever the fuck you want to cal- call it, he's like, yo, your wife's mine for tonight, not not not, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know I'm doing the wrong accent, but you know what? Fucking <laughs> Australian. <laughs> We're gonna make this not bitter. <laughs> No. <laughs> That's no. You want some Vegemite? <laughs> Give me a Vegemite sandwich in your beach. <laughs> oh my God, the king says, I can't do a British accent for shit. I'll do it. Can't get them out. Oop. Oh, that's real. I'll show you now. Do it. Oh my God, my laugh. <laughs> can't get them out. We'll breed them out. No, it's still Australian. Oh, I don't, yeah, fuck it. This is fucking hard, okay? Yeah, I can't. The only accent I can do is Russian. I'm just going to do a Russian you accent. You can do Polish. <laughs> you are Polish. I, I can't. It's hard. You know Whatever. what? Wait a second. I'll, I'll read it in my native accent. I'm going to read it. <laughs> can't get them out. I'm going to bring them out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, he says all this while staring at his... Uh, son's new wife, by the way. Because he's going to rape her? I don't fucking know. It's weird. Who is... But she's French, right? Yeah. Okay. 
So now we jump to Scotland. Now do a French accent. <laughs> All I can think of is that fucking video where it's like, but I, I'm lit tired. Mm. Okay, then take a nap. Then fire the missiles. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? I do. The end of the world <laughs> yeah. videos. All right, so... I guess it's taken, like, I don't know, fucking 20 years for I don't them. know where this is happening. We're back in Scotland. Mel Gibson was at this, like, ceremony where the British son no, was no, no, there. No, 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 it's just the English people at that point. We are, they're in England, right? Yeah, so it's happening in England and in Scotland, for the most part. Okay. For, for By the, the way, Edward I is the king right now of England in this historical context. Okay. Cool. I I call him Longbottoms. Do you know any of the English kings? No. Name one. Longbottom. I just was saying Henry the Eighth. Henry the Eighth. You stupid bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Freak. So we're back in Scotland now. It kind of jumps back and forth every now and then. Um, That's not confusing. No, it's not. Scotland is still trying to figure out a king. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how many years, but let's say twenty. Are they skirts? <laughs> Kilts? Yeah. Kilts. So we finally meet they can, Mel. They can make skirts, but they can't make a gun. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a lot easier. You to know what would be really skirt. nice? A gun with the pattern of a kilt on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> like the handle? Hey people. <laughs> Argyle. No, you can uh just just dip it. You know how you can like dip things into prints or like the water dipping, whatever the fuck it's called. We finally meet real Mel. Is that real? Wait yes. a minute. If it's a pattern like, how does the liquid not mix the colors of like red and green? It's like a a film that they put onto the surface of the water, and they just like dip objects into it. I'll show you videos later. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's great. ASMR. I have something to live for. <laughs> <laughs> so we finally meet real Mel, older Mel Gibson. Yes. And uh, the first time you see him, it's like a shot from the back. And I'm like, is that a woman? (laughs) Like, oh, no, wait, it's Mel Gibson. So he comes, I guess he's been away or some shit like that. And he comes back to where he grew up and his old house is like totally destroyed. And you just see him like looking off into the distance. And I guess he heard a party because the next thing is like he's walking into some party or some shit like that. (laughs) I imagine a man with no shirt on, on a horse with a skirt, and all you hear slowly is, My girl likes to party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. And he's like, oh, what is that? What in the world is that heat? <laughs> it's bopping. <laughs> That's British. Oh, my God. So bad with fucking accents. She likes to party all the time. It's a party with these songs. Some party's coming, uh, coming. <laughs> Some party is going on close by. Mel gets punched in the face <laughs> by his horse. What the hell? No, uh, he gets punched by some random dude because he says he can't throw a rock or something like that. We find out that this is the ginger kid from the beginning of the movie. He's so no longer friends? ginger. Yes. So he basically comes back to like the village that he grew up in. Um, Where has he been? Traveling with his uncle. Let me ask you a question: Does God exist in this realm? Yes, because the English are Catholic. So they get into some game about throwing rocks, and Mel says, I bet you can't throw uh, the rock, like, if you're actually trying to aim at somebody. And he tries to throw the rock at Mel. He misses. Mel picks up, like, a little fucking pebble and 
hits the guy straight in the face and gets him concussed. Then they hug it out. It's great. We end up finding out that this party is a wedding, and uh, the English come. The English come and crash the party. Mm -hmm. The Lord, um, his does his primo amore first night love thing. Hold up a second. (laughs) You said a lot of things in one sentence that my brain said what. Which the, part? The Lord, my prima lord. Prima vade? Prima more. In the Garden La Vida? What? <laughs> Loca? <laughs> Outside, inside out? Are you saying that the son of the king is named Primavera? No, I'm saying the custom. I don't remember what the name of the custom is, but there's something prima some shit in it. Oh fucking God. What's the son's name? I don't fucking know. Well, I mean, I'm going to take a fucking get. That is not his name. I'm going to take a guess and say that he's named after his father because that's what they usually did. So he, if there's Edward I who is king, I'm going to guess his son is named Edward. Is that cor- incorrect? Let's call him Crunch. There's only three. Crunch? <laughs> Let's call him Crunk. Crunch. Crunch. King Crunch the best <laughs> and the only. <laughs> what the fuck? There's only three names back then, okay? John, Henry, and, and, and Edward. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. As a historian, story, as historian told us, King Crunch, Crunt. the no, best. No, no. Crunt. Crunt. <laughs> Are you seeing Kunt? <laughs> There's this weird, while you look up what the fuck the son's name is. It's not Malcolm, is it? No, that's the dad. Malcolm Gibson? <laughs> no. <laughs> this, is a, this is a woman's name, apparently. Muron. Moron, yeah. No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Lady Moron. <laughs> Crunt Moron. Maroon. Yeah, it's Prince Edward. He's Crunt. I fucking didn't even see this movie. I told you. I, that's it. His name is Crunt. Okay, go on. So, the lords crash the party, right? And everyone kind of starts trying to, like, fight them. And the wife, like, whispers into her husband's ear. We don't know what the fuck she says, but she, like, ends up going calmly. Um, Mel Gibson is kind of looking at everyone like, the fuck? Then cut to the next scene... Uh, Mel is in the rain going to Marin's house. I wrote question mark. Muron. No, this is someone else. Muron. It's a female. (laughs) (laughs) You're correct. It's a female. Her name. (laughs) Correct. It's a female. Um, said female. I'm, her name is Muron. I'm guessing that it's... Let's the, call her Murray. <laughs> the, the flower girl from the beginning. And then, yes, we're confirmed that um, it is the girl. I didn't write this down. But basically, he goes to her house and he's, like, talking with her parents or some shit like that. And he, like, swoops her away, basically. She, like, jumps on his horse. She tells him that she can't read. What do you like to do? Well, I can't read. He tells her that he's going to have to remedy that with his dick. He says that? Yeah. Verbatim. <laughs> Let's try this. Ready? I'm going to have to fix that with my cock. He starts talking to her in like French or some shit like that. And she's looking at him like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> but she's totally digging it. Uh, he takes her home. He gives her a napkin. A napkin? Yes. I'm like, what the fuck is hey, he doing? napkins but not guns? He, in the napkin, yeah. is the flower that she gave him. Bullshit. That would have wilted along. It would have been dust. He had it like, I don't, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Did he press it in a book? Yeah, it looked like it was pressed. You know. (laughs) There's a lot of like cuts in the movie where it just like jumps to the next day or some shit like that. Like a movie? Yeah. But ran, like very randomly though. Like Like a movie? 
Sure. Like a film. A film. It's, it's like the next day or some shit like that, and some old dude comes to meet with Mel, or just like rides up on him. Can you please call him William or Wallace? All right. Why do you have to keep calling him Mel? I'm gonna call him WW. <laughs> just call him W if you want to. Some old dude comes. He wants to have a secret meeting with Mel. Mel is like, no, I came back to live in peace. I just want to have a farm. Fuck all of y'all. What, is he a hippie? <laughs> like, I, I guess so, yeah. He was the first of his kind. The old guy rides up with, like, two other people. One Who of the, is the old guy? I don't fucking know his name. Let's call him Willy Wonka. <laughs> right, right. We're going to call Mel Gibson Mel. Not William Wallace, but we're going to call a different character. Who definitely isn't named this, <laughs> Willy Wonka. Do you want to make this more confusing for me than it has to be? I'm, I'm trying to... I, I don't write names down. He's, I just <laughs> refer to him as the old man. But who is he? He's an old man. <laughs> what is his purpose? He's like one of the leaders or some shit like that. Leaders of what? The village people. What? Young man. <laughs> There's no need to fall down. I said the young man. <laughs> you can't fuck my daughter. <laughs> Change the setting to Belarus. <laughs> so, old man comes with two other people. One of the people it happens to be Marin's Murray. Murs. Murray. They say Marin in the movie. Is that how they pronounce it? Yeah. Okay. He says that until he proves he wants peace, he can't court his daughter. Okay, so the old guy who's the leader of a village is the father of Murray. Okay, cool. So the old guy is telling Mel Gibson, you can't sleep with this girl. The old guy is um, Fire Ginger's father. His friend that he was left in the village by himself. (laughs) Donna's crying. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You following? No. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. (laughs) Mel that night ends up sneaking off with Marin anyways. Okay. To do what? Play Jenga? To propose. Aww. It's been like two days. He's, He's like, already like, marry me. Dear sugar tits. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get that, that reference? Because Mel Gibson got drunk one night and called a cough sugar tits. So, so I'm old. <laughs> literally seems like the very next night, they sneak off again, and they get married in secret in the woods. And Have you ever heard this movie called Legend? Because this reminds me of it. But that you know what that's about? That's about um, saving the last unicorn before Satan kills it for its blood. It's <laughs> starring Tom Cruise. Good movie. Really? Tim Tim Curry plays the devil, the most terrifying. You do this movie? You've never seen Legend? No. Have you seen Labyrinth? I don't think With so. With David Bowie, the Goblin King? No. Oh, my God. I watched a lot of weird shit when I was yeah, a kid. No, no shit. So they get married in the woods, and then, like, the next scene after that is just... The chick, bare titties naked, just standing by water, and, like, she looks confused. And Mel Gibson is kind of like, W.W. is creeping up behind her, and then she turns around and they start passionately making out, so I figure they don't show it, but they Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Wait a minute. 
unsuspicious Scottish people invented anal, but they couldn't invent guns. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> when did Pocahontas happen? Oh, I'm telling know. you. I'm telling you. 15 something? I don't fucking know. 1492. <laughs> I feel like guns existed in the 12s. I thought you were about to say, I thought Godzilla existed. <laughs> Same difference. Um, but like, come on. Pocahontas, you know, John Smith. Guns. Because guns? in the guns. Guns. They, uh, uh, you know, paper existed at this point. I'm not supposed to believe a gun existed at this point. Pasta for jewel existed at this paper point. To make guns? No, but you know what? Man, which creates everything that destroys everything, I feel like guns have existed for a very long time. Are you going to tell me? Well, they have swords. But guns are like swords. Do you want to join the NRA? <laughs> this is my, I'm a Republican. Um, <laughs> this is when I come out. He, you're going to oh tell me. You're going to tell me that in this movie, Mel Gibson doesn't have a gun. I already told you that. <laughs> but he knows what the bussy is? Okay, it's just hard to believe. Ripley's, <laughs> Ripley's believe it or not, but sword dussy? He knows what that sword dussy is, but he doesn't know what a gun is? <laughs> Good to see. <laughs> the next morning after they have weird sex by a lake or some shit like that. Do they show it? No, they literally just show her tits. Why aren't they going to show a sex scene, but they're going to show somebody like literally getting castrated on a fucking battlefield? It's kind of weird. He kind of looks like he liked it. How do you know that? I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I just guessed. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sorry. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> well, wait, I know that he like, they castrate him? Mel Gibson's character? They don't show it, but they, like, go down there. I know that there's a scene where you just see his face and he's, like, in pain because they're torturing him. But it's kind of... His face is a little weird. He could have done a little better. Next morning, he's... She's walking, like, through the village, and he's... Naked? Yes. Are you serious? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) She's walking through the village, kind of, like, I don't know, looking at the fucking vegetables or some shit like that, and he's, like, kind of creeping at her from a distance. Look at the beautiful... Look at the beautiful cucumbers. (laughs) Aren't they lovely in bloom? Such a such a nice broad. <laughs> she's shopping. She's smiling. Cute little moment. <laughs> but some creepy ass fucking English soldier who just happens to be camping out with his. Hello. <laughs> Hello, my proto. <laughs> uh, he sees. He's them. got three teeth. <laughs> yeah. He sees them. Great British like book of teeth. Flirting with each other or whatever, and she's flirting back. No, no, he sees Mel and Marin kind of flirting, and he goes up to her, and he's like, yo, shag again tonight? And she's like, no, I can't. And then he's like, shag again tonight. She's like, okay. He's like, you don't have a choice. (laughs) I would fuck you either way. (laughs) You have the equivalency of a table. (laughs) So they're planning their rendezvous for that night. Rendezvous! They kind of like, all right, we're going to see each other tonight, and they like split. And Because sh- at this point, it's still a secret that they got married. Yeah, yeah, no one knows. Right, because he wasn't allowed to, because he didn't bring peace upon the earth. Well, that and also, like, not only did he want to get married in secrets because his dad, her dad didn't kind of like allow it or whatever, but also the whole like Primavera thing. But I thought that was only for like people who are like queens. For or anyone. Anyone? Yeah. Who's her dad? That guy. I'm going to imagine it's Shaq. Shaq is her dad. Yeah. He's, he's not in no Scottish accent, but he's in a powdered wig. 
He's so big, he's out of the frame. It's just his shoulders in the shot. So, you ever see Jack fall? I saw him fall on a TV show once. No. He was like on a news pundit show, and he fell. And because he's so large, he fell like a tower. Like It was funny. It's probably how he's going to die. It's mean. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> We're going to offend all the Shaq lovers. Because there's a fucking specific audience and niche of Scottish people who love Shaq, and they're going to hate this. I wouldn't be surprised. Just like Chinese love John Cena. What? Wait, wait, what? He knows Chinese. Chinese people love John, John Cena. Cena? He speaks Mandarin. You don't remember? <laughs> there was a whole outrage thing. He said Taiwan was a country or something like that. And the Chinese were like, they're not a country. So he had to apologize to the Chinese people in Mandarin. So the creepy English guy. Yeah. Who is it? I don't fucking know. Give Some- him a name. Myrtle. <sighs> Ramsey. Petrucci. What? <laughs> <laughs> Petrucci, the guard, ends up following Marin. Oh, he's a guard. Okay. Yeah, English guard. And he attacks her, and he basically tries to rape her. Okay. Um, In the middle of this, like, food market? So, like, they kind of, like, walk away, and he just pushes her into a hut or some shit like that. She fucking bites his cheek off and kind of, like, runs away. And at this point— Yo, I'm not going to lie to you. If she did that, he's dead. Because back then, like, there's no fucking way you would survive that. Do you know how George Washington died? <laughs> I won't go into it, but, like, look it up. Like, there's no fucking way. And that was in, like, the 1800s. I don't know when George Washington was alive. 1700s, because we were a country in 1776. Right? Tell me I'm right. Tell, I, I, I memorized that. We're 1776. Okay. Right? That's when America sure. became America. 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 That's when America became America. That's when America yeah. became, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. No, don't lie to me. I remember this. Yeah, I don't remember the fucking la- the exact year, but 17-something, yes. Look up when George, how George I'm Washington died. It's I'm, hilarious. I'm tr- she bites his fucking cheek off. And at that point, like, Mel comes, because I guess he hears her fucking, he just has this sixth sense for that badussie. He puts her on a horse and, like, tells her to basically, like, meet him in some field or some shit like that, and he's going to distract the guards. Uh, he starts running away, but the guards also start chasing her at the same time. They end up getting her. Oh. And in the meantime, because they split up, Mel dresses up as a guard to kind of, like, get away. What, am I watching Braveheart or Scooby-Doo? What <laughs> the fuck? There's moments of Scooby-Doo in this, sprinkled. <laughs> We're like, how can we, we, how can we respect Scottish history and also incorporate the genius that is Scooby Duber Doo <laughs> or Rupert Doo? I don't he remember. He finds his a full horse name. and he paints it like the mystery machine. You're lying. <laughs> He's gazing. Did green exist? Guns didn't exist. Did green exist? <laughs> I don't think green existed. Donna. What? <laughs> green is like one of the main colors in kilts. Yeah. But. but Fabric and paint is two different things. They didn't know how to, you know, they they didn't have a Scottish clippy telling them how to mix paint colors and like make shit. I'm just gonna go on. <laughs> they end up catching her. Mel dresses up as a guard, and he ends up going to the place where he said that they're gonna meet up. And she he's yelling her name, and she's not there. And Murray, basically, in the meantime. She's tied up to a pole, like mm-hmm. a post, in the middle of the fucking village square. Like the ones they would tie women to when they're going to burn them at the stake? Yeah. Oh, no, wait a second. Is she going to die? Hold on. Oh, God. 
some lord shows up. Rest in peace, a real one. R.I.P. He yells out to the people that an assault on the king's soldiers is like an assault on the king himself. And he sleeps. He sleets. Uh, I got you. He sleets or sleet. <laughs> I wrote, I want to cry, and I'm fucking dying. I'm just, oh my god, I can't. He slits her throat? Yes, he kills her. Is, is she naked? No. Oh, okay. I mean, they weren't, I, it did look like they were, they might, like, just, like, tear her, her shit off. Yeah, yeah, but they don't do that. You and Daniel Day-Lewis yelling, oh, from the, from the crucible. What did Mel Gibson say? Oh, sugar <laughs> We sleep the through the sugar sheets. <laughs> Every time I do this accent, I have a headache because I have to get my face yeah. so taut. So they end up deciding that they're going to, like, set up an ambush for Mel because he will probably hear that they ended up killing her or something. And shit they like know that. that he was the person who was with her. Like what's the point of kidnapping her? Like did they did they No, ki- it, it's literally just because she attacked the soldier and then they were like Who fighting. was trying to rape her. Yeah. Okay. But that doesn't matter. They yeah. don't care about that. <laughs> My so horse that- has more value than this whore. <laughs> she beat his cheek. <laughs> That's horrible. Jake Mate, where are you from? <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm from Kent. <laughs> <laughs> they set up an out ambush. Mel just like calmly comes in on his horse. Of course, he's got to be riding that. Does the horse have a name? Hadusi. <laughs> Does the horse have a name? Hadusi. The horse's name is Horse Pussy. Hadusi. Okay. Any horse. Just like, well, you don't know because you never. The Witcher. I did watch. Oh, no, that's that TV show, no, right? It, do, it doesn't matter. Okay. The, the Witcher, any horse that he has, he always calls Roach. So, W.W. calls any horse he has. Hadassi. Okay. I call my horses glue. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Peter. He's on... His Hadassi. Hadassi. He's widowed now. Calmly. Yeah. Can you imagine being married for, like, half a day? Are you going to tell me this man nutted like three times and then was killed? <laughs> he didn't die. Well, he's going to die. Spoiler alert. But, yeah, but not yet. Yeah, but like that. Is there another woman who he's going to sleep with in this movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. But once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this other chick. Mm, she's like, oh, he sounds sexy. So That's fucking sad. That's why I told you. <laughs> He comes in, right, on his Hadassi. You calm. only listen to the songs of Sarum Glocklin. And it's like in... <laughs> so, he walks in on his horse. He's walking on top of the horse. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> he's, he's he's standing on the horse? <laughs> yeah, he's just like... <laughs> and the it horse is, is I, Christ. <laughs> he's sitting on his Hadassi. And he, like... It's in slow mo for I'm some fucking reason. I'm gonna take my horse to my dead wife's post. <laughs> He's slowly in slow mo, putting his hands behind his head and walking up to all the guards. Oh, like giving himself up? Yeah, it's okay. made to seem that way. And all of a sudden, I don't know where the fuck he got this. He got a gun. <laughs> he pulls out no. He pulls out nunchucks. I mean, like, I'm sure it's not, but it looks like nunchucks. You're going to tell me (laughs) that somehow 
Asian culture came over and said, we're going to show you the artistry of nunchucks. But, Stephanie, I'm going to take a... No, don't ask me this. Uh-oh. What are guns made of? Are you fucking kidding me? Iron, right? Metal. I don't, like, mixed metals. Metal. I mean, now, steel. So, so paper exists. Pasta exists. Nunchucks exist. But, but guns. But tell me. <laughs> but guns don't exist. No, not yet. Okay. He ends up taking this fucking nunchuck, like, right out of his back. And the, there's a guard that's coming up to his horse to, like, grab the reins. He just fucking pistol whips. <laughs> Inappropriate term. Inappropriate term. Okay, listen to me. You what? can't fucking tell me that you're going to say pistol whip when the pistol does not exist. He, it's just whips. He nunchuck whips yeah. the guy straight in the fucking face. His face just explodes. And he starts fighting the soldiers. And at the same time, I don't know if they had a meeting before this, but all the men in the village start joining in. Okay. And they basically overthrow all the English people. They had, like, a fort next to the village, and they fucking overthrow all of them. Meanwhile, the old man that I mentioned, I don't know who the fuck he is. He's Ginger's dad. uh, Dad. He gets shot in the tit with an arrow. Wait, okay. I was about to flip. He said he got (laughs) shot, and I was like, excuse me? With an arrow. But he's still good. He can still throw a spear. He lifts up the fucking gate to the fort. And I'm sure, like, the music playing in the background is, like, It's super like, dramatic, You know yeah. what would be better? Tupac song that goes, I, that's why I fuck your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Get money. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's playing like, like, yeah, we gotta re-edit this. So, the Scots start to attack the fort. They get him. Mel goes to the Lord, like, the main guy that slit Marin's throat. And he's, like, the last man standing. And he pushes him down, like, the hill. And he goes tumbling. He ends up pushing him into the town center where that post was that he killed Marin on. Mm -hmm. And he ends up slitting his throat. He ends up slitting the guy's throat. Yeah, the same way that he did. Everyone starts chanting his name all of a sudden. They're just like, Mel 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 Gibson. (laughs) Mel Gibson. (laughs) W, W, W. But really, it's William, right? William Gibson. <laughs> William Wallace? Yeah. They, they're, they're, I'm supposed to believe that they're yelling William Wallace? They start chanting something else. I'm like, what the fuck are they saying? And then it turns into William, William, or some shit. I don't fucking know. Um, sugar tits, sugar tits. <laughs> and then immediately cut to her funeral. <laughs> and she has like And then some you just hear, come on, Irene, on a fucking fiddle. No, Wait, then, that's not Scottish, no, no, no. that's Irish. Then, then you hear the, um... <laughs> You hear, what's her fucking face? Um, what's the animal song that's sad? The animal ASPCA commercial? I just, Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. In the arms of the <laughs> Old man's okay. What the fuck? Why would I be worried about old man? Old man's okay. The, the, the ginger's dad. Yeah. That's not Argyle, right? No. Okay. Argyle's dead. What? When did Argyle die? He, I don't know. They just say that he's dead at some point. You know... That night after the funeral, some random other clan, I guess, from the neighborhood <laughs> shows up in the middle of the night and they say to Mel's peeps that they don't want them having all the fun. We don't want you to have all the fun. <laughs> we coming in. <laughs> we go, <"Buh." laughs> So they join up. They, there's literally, they're like, 
we're not going to let you have all the fun. And the next scene is just like a montage of them running through the Scottish fields. They go to another main fort where the, the lord that we saw earlier who had sex, who took the Primavera bride custom thing, and... She was like the finest fettuccine, but... but, but well... <laughs> forget. Fettuccine Alfredo. Do you suck at the cock? <laughs> Um, they ambush all the soldiers. So basically they were, they had like another group of soldiers that were supposed to come to that main fort and they basically killed all of them and stole their uniforms. It's a thing that happens a lot in this movie, stealing uniforms. That's how they get That's into the fort. Cool. What are they, stupid? Like they don't remember what these people look like and as long as they see their uniform, they're well, like, they yep, had that a, They had a helmet on. Um, Wait a minute, so you're going to tell me they had helmets, but they didn't have gats? Gats? Rest in peace, Vine. <laughs> the husband of the bride, that yeah. the fort whore, mm -hmm. he whips out, I don't know what the fuck it's called, but it's like a stick with a chain and a ball with spikes at the end of it. Oh, I know what that is. It's a gun. <laughs> That's that thing that, like, what was her name? Isn't I think Yuki. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had it in Kill Bill. She had that fucking weapon that it's, she was trying to kill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A magnum gun. Myrtle. <laughs> Maribeth. It's called a pistol. <laughs> he fucking spikes the guy right in the face and kills him. Mel says to the rest of all the peeps that if they want to be free, they have to go back to England and tell the king that Scotland's daughters and sons are no longer theirs. Scotland's free. <laughs> I won't even try it. <laughs> Don't. Cut to the English king slapping his son. Like a bitch slap? Yeah. Oh, like, like, no, no, like, like wind up. Like, up. <laughs> like, I was going to say, like, Will Smith at the Oscars. <laughs> um, he tells him that basically at this point, like, it's a full-blown rebellion in Scotland. And he tells his son that he better but fucking take care of the rebellion because he needs to go and deal with the French. He needs to, there's some other shit going on in France. his son married a French princess... Then they have an alliance with France. There's still something not like completely. Oh yeah, I know. He didn't. They didn't consummate because his son is gay. That's why. But also, I was gonna say this is what started the fucking Scottish Revolution. Mel Gibson, who is a peasant, his wife being fucking killed. This is what started it. Yes, because like he's... this is like Scottish gladiator. <laughs> like he basically, yeah, kind of like he's super passionate. He's strong. He knows Latin and French. He's educated. Oh. Mm -hmm. He's traveled. Um, he knows how to read. Yeah. The son pushes the princess away, like, after he gets slapped. And she has, like, I don't know. I know there's a name for them. But, like, she has, like, one main woman that's, like, her... Her, like, maid. Maid or yeah. something. Yeah. She it's talks, her slave. <laughs> kind of. She's also French, this maid of hers. Mm -hmm. And she tells the princess that she hopes that her husband goes to Scotland and meets Wallace and she becomes a widow. <laughs> I mean, I know how that feels. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so then cut to uh, the English try to kind of like outsmart the Scottish people, but they end up outsmarting them. The rebellion just fucking continues and the Scots are winning. Um... So there's war, there's like battles happening in between all this yeah, timeline. Yeah, there, there's like a bunch of fights happening and every single time something happens, like WW just fucking outsmarts everybody. The prince is very flamboyant is what I wrote. Rode? I rode on my hadusi. The princess's maid 
um, tells her, again, this is just like cutting back and forth a lot at this point. The princess maid tells her more about Wallace and that basically... How does this French bitch from France know a lot about Wallace from she, Scotland? Because she's sleeping around with people and getting oh. intel. Like, she tells so, her, like, last so, night I slept with, like, so-and-so. She's the, she, she might be a slave, but she's the queen thought of this, like, fucking grounds. But that's how she gets all the info. Mm-hmm. So she her, tells... Her pussy's so big, it's full of secrets. <laughs> it keeps all the secrets. <laughs> so she tells uh, the princess more about Mel and just, like, basically he started this whole thing because I'm gonna of his love. I'm going to guess that the princess and Mel are going to fuck. Oh, big fun. Spoiler alert. The princess is very stricken by the love that he had for his peasant girl. Okay. Then cut to more people are joining the Scottish Rebellion. And they're slowly making their way through Scotland, kind of like attacking fort, English fort by English fort. And at some point, this total fucking psycho, this man's a total fucking crackhead. He's a psychopath? I mean, he's like, he says he's Irish, and he tells... What the fuck is he doing there? He tells Mel that he Ireland is his island. <laughs> he's like, don't worry about it, it's my island. They're like, it's your island? He's like, yeah, it's my island. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So, cut to right after that, Mel is in the woods, and he's hunting a deer, and we see the psycho guy, and it looks like he's trying to, like, attack Mel while he's, like, he has a bow and arrow... And he throws, like, a fucking axe, and it flies past Mel, and it hits another guy who's behind Mel trying to kill him, and it was another dude that, like, just joined the rebellion. Okay. And he was like, He's, he, he ain't rotted in the head. <laughs> the psycho guy says that, and Mel's like, okay. He ain't rotted in the head. I can't say. The Irish accent's harder. Anyways, psycho dude. Mm-hmm. Saves Mel's life. Mm-hmm. More Scots end up gathering... They end up getting to some, like, main fight, and narrator randomly comes in again and says that they're outnumbered three to one. So we cut to, like, a, a really large battle, mm-hmm. and Mel's not there yet. It's, like, random, like, Scottish lords, I guess, that were... I don't fucking know. Everyone's they don't explain it. It doesn't matter. Everyone they, is lord. Yes. I'm on the subway taking your money. Don't they count their coins or something? What is that line? What? It's it's a line in the song. Okay. Scots, lords, big fight. Lords. The soldier peasants end up talking to each other, and they're like, yo, I don't want to die for these motherfuckers because they're just fighting to get more land. So they're the like- English. No, the, 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 lord, the, oh, the Scottish okay. lords. And they're like, fuck this, we're going home. And half of them are like kind of in the middle of walking away, and Mel comes in his blue face. Is this when he gives his speech? Yeah, this is when he becomes the Blue Man group, and he shows up. Okay. I blew myself. (laughs) Mel starts talking to the Scots, and he says, You're coming to fight as free men. And free men you are. You know, there's this one scene in a Courage the Cowardly Dog episode where Muriel, because Muriel's Scottish on the show, the the, the old woman, she turns she's into She's only a, Scottish when she's like a, a child. She doesn't have an no, accent. No, 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 she does when she's Later, an older woman. Really? Yeah, I don't yeah. remember. Oh my God, it's but been so long. But that's the episode I was talking about. She's like, too much cheese. Less too much, cheese. Less cheese. Too much macaroni. <laughs> yeah. Less macaroni. More macaroni. <laughs> So the Scottish army starts yelling back, like, we're going to die. We don't want to fucking die for them. And he's like, oi, you may die, 
They may take our lives, but they may never take our freedom. <laughs> and that's when everyone's like, ah. Yep. They may take our hussy, but they will never take our hussy. <laughs> so the English that's go. That famous scene. Yep, that that's that's the one, hussy. Where's my sag award? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my fucking Oscar? <laughs> so before every battle, allegedly, allegedly, the main peeps met and kind of like dictated the terms that they're there before the fight and if the other side agreed they wouldn't have the battle so you know how they kind of like meet in the middle they meet in the handshake and they're like this is what's gonna happen before they start fighting so basically they kind of like try to come up with an agreement before they fight Mm -hmm. so like if they surrender like they won't die kind of shit okay they end up meeting in the middle, and it's, like, a couple of the main Scottish lords and one English dude, and he starts reading, like, the terms of the English. On, like, a fucking scroll. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> basically. Because they had scrolls, but not guns. Yeah. So, English starts kind of, like, giving them their terms, and Mel's like, no, 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 I'm gonna talk. You shut the fuck up. Mel tells them that his terms are for the English to go home, and as they're headed home to stop at every Scottish house and beg for their forgiveness. They're not going to do that. And then he tells... Right. And then he tells them... Who came to England. And then he tells them, before they leave, the main dude, I don't know, it's not a lord, the magistrate or some shit like that, he tells them that before the magistrate leaves, he needs to come into the middle of the field, bend over, and kiss his own ass. Kiss his own ass? Kiss his own ass. Stephanie, what's a magistrate? A peep. Those marshmallow things you get on Easter? Yeah. It's a peep? It's a <laughs> giant a peep with a hat on? <laughs> with a helmet. He's a peep. He's a peep. So, of course, the English guy is like, uh, you're fucking high. They start fighting, of course. The Scots start the fight by raising up their kilts and just flashing their dicks. Do, is this just a line of dicks you see in this movie? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it's zoomed out, but I'm like, oh, dicks. <laughs> oh. Real penises. Penises? Wow. That's a lot of dicks. That's a crazy. lot of flaccid dicks. You crazy girl. That's a lot of uncircumcised dicks. <laughs> and as they're flashing them, the English start shooting arrows at them. They raise their shields. couple people die. After the first wave of arrows get shot, they turn around and start flashing their asses at the English. After they flash their asses, the English are like, send the cavalry. Send the cavalry. (laughs) This Uh, point, I'm just doing Mike Myers, and so I married an axe murderer, (laughs) which Stephanie has never seen. The horse peeps start to ride at the Scots. Wait, they're furries? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They're just running in their furry suits. (laughs) Across the field. So the horses come charging and a scene earlier in the movie, Mel started saying like, oh, we need to get like spears and make them like super long. So basically he anticipated that the cavalry is kind of like the first line after any arrows or archers Mm -hmm. that comes charging at the Scots because they don't have that many horses. Apparently they don't know how to breed them hadussies. So as the horses come charging, Mel is screaming like, hold, hold. And they're getting closer and closer. And he's just hold. And at the last second, they lift the fucking spears and just pierce the shit out of all of these fucking horses. If they are so victorious at fighting in the war, how do they lose? They end up winning. What? So why is Mel Gibson killed? We'll get to that. I don't understand this. This is some bullshit. 
This is some bright bullshit. Everything has an R in it. <laughs> so they kill all the horses. R.I.P. PETA. Oh, fuck. They win Man, that like, battle. We're going to get some hot glue tonight. <laughs> Maybe if we use paper and build a gun with glue, we can make a gun. <laughs> it's a paper mache gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, great. They kill all the horses. Then the foot soldiers start, the English foot soldiers start running at them. Um, this is the part where I, it starts getting, like, really brutal. This is the first time we see, like, really brutal fighting. Like a lot of gore, a lot yeah. of blood. This one scene, in this one part in the middle of, of fighting, someone's yielding, like, a giant fucking hammer, like, sludge hammer, and just bashes an English soldier on the head, and he's wearing a helmet, and the helmet goes clunk and just splatters blood everywhere. And it's just so, like, I don't know, I feel like it's so iconic. <laughs> I'm like, I got so wet from this scene. I was like, wow. <laughs> I just slammed my head on the wall. I haven't been this hot. But it was just like, <laughs> dunk, <laughs> and like, <laughs> like blood. Please do that again. <laughs> dunk. <laughs> I want to name my son that, but only in that tone of voice. Dunk. Yeah. Now, now calling. Dunk. <laughs> Dunk pussy. <laughs> All right, lots of blood, lots of screaming, lots of dead horses, lots of Elmer's glue, lots of Elmer's glue. Uh, glue. At some point, the English end up calling retreat. What does that mean? Retreat? Yeah, like they're they're done fighting. They're today. like, yo, peace out. Uh, we're gonna leave before the party ends. Pussies. Old man gets his hand chopped off. Wait a second. By who? By some English soldier with an axe. Just fucking... Yo, he's laying on the he... ground and just all of a sudden you see like... Why Why are they bringing axes, axes into the... Into the battlefield? Aren't they heavy as fuck? Like, I know swords are heavy. But then an axe is like ten times heavier than I said sword. someone had a fucking sledgehammer. <laughs> Sledge. A sledgehammer. <laughs> Have you ever seen like... I don't know if it's the newest, but that Resident Evil game with that big bitch titty mama in it. <laughs> oh yeah, the sec, the one that the internet like wanted to fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, but there's characters literally that everyone have... and their mother wanted to fuck this I... woman. There's characters, there's villains in that game with like giant sledgehammers that are like trying to beat you as you're like trying to get out of like whatever house you're in. That's was what it I as a Resident Evil game? Yeah, it's yeah. Resident Evil. I didn't watch it, so I don't know. <laughs> Where the fuck were we? <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Scottish were flashing their asses. This yeah. feels like a century ago. So the English uh, foot soldiers start charging at the Scots. And helmet bonk. That's what I wrote. <laughs> Lots of blood, screaming. Who's screaming? Oh, just because just, they're Just, war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like women. So, so like, oh! <laughs> helmet oh, bonk. That's so hot! <laughs> no, so at the beginning, I'm pretty sure this is the one. I'm going to say this is the one. Before the fight, the Scottish were like, yo, take all the horses and make it seem that, like, you're running away from the fight. You're like, fuck this, I'm peace out. And make sure that the English see, and they're like, okay, cool. So the cavalry, the, the people on horses, he says that, like, take the horses and flank the English from behind. So they ride away, and the English are like, oh, they're, they're, they're going they're away. away. Yeah, oh, we're, we're totally going to win this. And as the fight is going on, the horses come from behind, and that's when the English are like, yo, we're going to retreat. Like, fuck this. There's no way we're going to win this. Even though that they, the Scots were outnumbered. Mm-hmm. 
And that's when the old man gets his hand chopped off. But he's still good. He's still Gucci. He's Gucci. Mel cuts a guy's heads off. Heads. Multiple heads. This is where, um, yeah, 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 it's got their inspiration for heads to roll. <laughs> this movie. So, again, like I mentioned before, like, the fight is super fucking brutal. And towards the end of the fight, you just see, like, half-dead people crawling over each other, like English and Scots. Like when you cut a chicken's head off and it still moves? Yeah, or like that, like that famous chicken that didn't die for, like, eight years. What? Oh, you nev- you've never heard about this? No. This is, like, some circus shit. I don't know from what year, but a farmer tried to kill a chicken okay. for dinner. Mm-hmm. And he chopped its head off, and it ended up living... And he put the chicken into, like, a circus that, like, traveled around. And it lived for, like, eight years. And then it choked on a piece of corn. Is this the origin story of Chick-fil-A? <laughs> this is the villain origin story. No, like, this is a legit story. Like, I believe there's, you. There's pictures of it, too, like, in black and white. Like, the somehow, like, the way that he chopped off the head still left a part of the brain. So then it was still moving. It was still moving, and it's it literally lived, I think, for like six or seven years, and then he was feeding it, and it it literally choked on a piece of corn, and it died. And no one has been able to, like, replicate, replicate the same way. Replicate. Replicate. The same way that he cut the chicken's heads off. Head, heads. I keep heads saying heads. Heads a roll. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that's a real thing. Um, I believe it. I believe. Boy. So, fight continues. There, there's this weird scene, like, you know, everyone's fighting and shit like that, and then it's like Mel W.W. standing just sky behind him, has blood splatter all over his fucking face. Happy music starts playing, but at the Come same... Come on, Eileen. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-
yeah, they're not going to settle for what the fuck is going on. They're going to be like, yo, I don't give a fuck. We're going to fight. So some noble Scotsmen say that Mel needs the nobles to be able to win. And there's a character that's kind of like vaguely been introduced, but he only kind of comes into play towards the end of the movie. Jesus Christ. His name is Bruce. I, I didn't write this. We remembered. I didn't write this down, but I remember. And Mel basically tells him, Bruce tells him that, like, oh, like, you know, the nobles are fighting for their land. And he's like, you think that the regular people aren't fighting for theirs? If you're, you're a nobleman who fights for the noble, who, like, supports the noble, but he also supports the common people. Okay. If you were to tell them that you're going to lead them to freedom, I would also stand behind you. So fight for a bigger cause. Yeah. But all, but but also as that's happening, we also get introduced to this like side story where yo, what am I watching? Law and Order, the Scottish edition, kind like, of. What the fuck? The it, it, it's story? very, it, it's kind of confusing at this point. It, it gets a little bit clearer towards the end, but Bruce is kind of like supposed to be the king of Scotland through, like, heritage and all that shit, okay. but... The legitimacy goes to Bruce. Right, yeah, but his dad is a fucking leper. A leper? Yeah. Like the animal? No, a lep... Like, le- like a- Zaboomahoo? <laughs> Zaboomahoo? You know. No. Eat my dick, you know what I'm Suck talking about. Yeah. No, a leper is someone who has leprosy. You know what leprosy is? Isn't it an animal? Leprosy? No, lepers. Leopards. Lepers. There's no D in lepers. Are they a cat? They're not a cat. <laughs> They're not cats? It's a skin disease. <laughs> like the plague? No. no. You, so I know leprosy is a skin disease. I've seen monsters inside me. But I thought... develop boils and like just crazy so shit. So his dad has like hepatitis? It's... Uh, Herpes? Okay. Herpes and ill. I don't know if leprosy comes from herpes or not, but basically his dad has Imagine leprosy. Imagine he had a disease where he looked like a cheetah. That's so cool. <laughs> I could run on all Kevin, fours. The man who inserted fucking, uh, not antenna, oh my god, whiskers into his face. What? He had whisker implants. He I ended up dying. Jocelyn, whatever, the cat lady. He ended up dying? Yeah. Good for him. I guess. He didn't have to live through COVID. What's the guy who made leopard? Prince? <laughs> the guy who made lizard people. David something. I forgot. Forgot it. Forgot it. Go on. If I had to take a test on this movie, I'd die. <laughs> All right. So back back to our main plot where I am fucked up as fuck. Mel is trying to walk out. He's like, yo, we need to attack the English on Every their land. Every time you say Mel, I think of the Spice Girls because of Mel C or Mel B. Scary Spice. So I imagine Scary Spice dressed in Braveheart outfits. <laughs> in a kilt. Yeah. So Bruce's dad, Leper Man, Leper Papa, is very political. Let's call him the Cowardly Lion. Lep Papa. And for some reason, Bruce is like, yo, I'm going to listen to my dad. And basically, like, there's a scene where he's like, you need to do this, and we don't hear what else happens. So, I feel like that's not a good thing. No, it's not. A- absolutely oh, not. I feel like some traitorous shit. It's tra- traitorous? Treacherous? Traitorous? Traitorous? Traitorous. 
some Tradesi definitely fucking happens. Basically, Mel is like, yo, I'm going to go fight the English on their land. I don't give a fuck if you're behind me. I'm going to end up doing it by myself anyways. We know what happens to Mel. He gets his Tradesi cut off, his testicles. The Scots end up attacking York in England. York, go on. The nobles basically... Don't age. <laughs> you, you Gucci? Let me help. You don't want me to help? I'm an independent bitch. I can do it on my own. <laughs> go on. Okay, so... Mel's like, I'm gonna go do my own thing. I'm gonna fight the English yeah, on the yeah, land. F- fuck you. I don't care if you're behind me. Mm-hmm. And he decides that... I guess, like, the closest main city to the north is York. So, um, Mel attacks York. York, I don't know if it's Yorkshire. um, York is one of the oldest cities, I think, in England. So, I'm not sure if it's Yorkshire. And it's, it's, um, the king's nephew is commanding the city. The king Edward I, his nephew is commanding the city. Eighth, seventh, whatever the fuck. Or whatever, yeah. At... During this time, the king is in France. Why is the king in France? Again, because there's some shit going on in France. I don't get... Whatever. doesn't matter. Let's continue the story. So, apparently, the prince sends him a letter saying, like, yo, we need your soldiers because the Scots have a crazy rebellion. They're probably going to attack us at some point. He's like, we have our own problems. And then a soldier rides in, and he's like, yo... The Scots are about to attack us. And he's like, fuck, close the gates, bring all our shit inside um, so we can kind of, like, try to stop everyone coming into the city. They end up losing the English. The English have been losing this whole time, honestly. Kind of, yeah. The next scene that we see is the king coming back to wherever the prince is. I don't know if it's the capital. I, it's never said specifically where the prince is. All the kings this movie is made for people born in the UK. <laughs> all the king says is like, "Yo, I'm going to France. Handle this fucking rebellion in Scotland." And the prince, with his flamboyancy, he isn't able to control the rebellion that's going on in Scotland. (laughs) The king comes back and he's like, yo, what the fuck is going on in Scotland? And the prince is like, I'm handling it. It's okay. Why the fuck you lying? I know that you're fucking lying. He's like, I've heard from my other peeps that we basically lost York. And when- lost the Battle of York to the Scottish? When the king comes back, he gets a package. And it's a wait ba- a second, wait a second, wait a second. FedEx exists in this world, yeah. but not, not DHL. guns? DHL. UPS, but not guns. DHL delivers his nephew's head in a basket. Wait a second, he gets a head? So his nep, the king's nephew... Head? Yes. Gets sent to the king? Yes. They're like, fuck yeah! Yeah. We get your fucking nephew's head off, and we send it to the United Postal Service! Yeah, okay. USPS sends heads. So the prince already knows that the king is coming back, and the prince's assumed lover, we're never said it. The prince's mistress. Mistressers. He's like, yo, you need to stand up to your papa. But of course, he's a total wussy, and he doesn't. All right, wait, can you give the peeps a summary up to this point? All right, so for um, William Wallace, the Wallace of Wallace's. W. W. His, after his wife is tried, 
is attempted to be assaulted and killed for trying to stand up for himself, he decides, I'm not taking the English bullshit anymore. And he decides to start a revolution and brings the Scots up to speed and says, we don't deserve this treatment. We deserve our own freedom. And at this point, he's arguing to fight for freedom against King Edward I, who's sending his nephew and his own son out. No, it's the first. It's Edward I. I looked on IMDb. They call him long legs or some shit like that in the because he's like no but this is real mm-hmm. because he was like six foot four or some shit like that and he was a lot taller than like the regular folk he was, like, like legitimately he was a lot taller than like the common people, folk yeah. were people were short I, I, you know how tall Jesus was four foot nine apparently <laughs> like a short the king a short king <laughs> a short the king. <laughs> That's good. I like that. He is the king. Amen. All right. So I don't remember the last thing I said, but. I don't either. The prince's lover, you know, remember he's gay. Oh, his boy lover. His boy lover. His pops comes back because he's like, I've been in France trying to secure your crown basically after I die. Yeah, but he's trying to like. Secure the relationship. More power. Yeah. Because they don't explain it, but there's some other shit going on in France at the same time. It's just background noise to distract them from whatever the hell's going on in Scotland. Kind of. Wallace takes York and sends the king his nephew's head. And the king says that if he's able to take York, he's probably going to be able to take the rest of England. And then while this conversation is happening, the prince's lover is like, yo, I've studied armies. I know how to handle shit. Like, I'm Gucci. And he's like, oh yeah, you're Gucci? He's like, you're Gucci in the time when Gucci didn't exist, but guns also didn't exist? He fucking grabs him and he throws him out the window. Like Jason Voorhees style throws him out the window? He's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre throws herself out the window? He splats. Okay. Like, seven stories below. And the prince, like, runs to the window, stares at his lover's dead body, just with, like, blood splatters all, all over the place, grabs a dagger, and tries to kill the king. And the king just bitch slaps him again. So this happens, and then it cuts to Mel having a dream. And he's, like, laying in the middle of the woods because apparently that's, like, his home. <laughs> He wakes up. We don't know it, but it's a dream. He wakes up and there's someone walking in a cloak in the forest. He's a fucking dagger out. He's about to attack them. But it's his wife. His dead wife. I don't know, fucking brown. Okay. And she's like, yo, you need to wake up. And he's like, but I don't want to wake up. She's like, no, you need to wake up. He wakes up and the English peeps are right outside of York because they already took over York at this point. York is their land. York is... No, yeah, yeah, it's in England. And because the king totally believes that his son is a total badussie, he sends the prince's wife instead because he's like, he likes women. He's not going to kill her. Oh, so he's a strong king who believes in equality. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. (laughs) He's totally like, yo, I know we killed his wife. He likes pussy. He's not going to kill pussy. (laughs) So he sends her to speak on the behalf of the prince. She asks him um, if he'll speak to a woman, and he's like, yeah, of course, because you're hot. She brings up the fact that he was knighted, and he was like, I wasn't given anything. He doesn't care about whatever titles he's been given. He basically doesn't believe in any of that shit. He doesn't believe in equality. 
he doesn't. It, it's not that he, he doesn't, doesn't believe in politics and the knighting of monarchies and whatnot. He doesn't believe. He doesn't care Mine. about believe. He doesn't care about any of the politics. Mm-hmm. Too bad. He says that God makes men what they are. True. She says, "Did God make you the sacker of peaceful cities?" And he tells her that it's the English that started it all. That's true, though. He tells her that the English started it and the city of York was the one who was hanging Scottish women and children on their walls. And she kind of, like, looks at the man that's kind of, like, supposed to back her, I guess. And he tells her in Latin that he's lying and... Mel answers them in Latin that I'm not lying. but he I, understands them. Yeah. But he says, I am a savage. And then he says, would you prefer me to speak in French? The French princess is like, ooh, that's kind of hot. <laughs> My native language. He tells her, why don't you ask the king what really has happened here and look into his eyes and see whether he's telling the truth. And she's basically staring at him like, yo, I want to fuck you. She's giving me those like, fuck me eyes. Total fuck me eyes. The princess tells everyone to leave. Her second guy, like the guy who's supposed to be like her second in command mm-hmm. and all the soldiers. Please leave. We're going to Fahag. Fahag? We're going to Fahag. Mel tells her that... We're going to Fahag. Mel tells her that the king was the one who told all the English people to basically kill all the Scotsmen. Yeah. And screw the Irish because they don't matter. And this is the point where we finally find out where all... Remember at the very, very beginning of the movie where all the people, people were, were dead? Yeah. The king was the one who killed them. He ordered the killings of all the... He basically double-crossed everyone, like, where they were supposed to come up with a truce. Not cool. Where you were late to the party. You survived. <laughs> the princess goes back to the king and tells him that Mel... WW won't leave until he is man enough to face him in person. We find out that the king's trip to France was basically kind of like a distraction. He went to France to kind of gather more troops for the army. He ends up gathering like the French, the English. He has all his alliances in one like sitting. Alliances. Alliances. I said that. A lot. You said alliances. He has all his lines. Alliances. Lines. Alliances. He's in colors. He's like, you're French, you're German, you're Italian. There's no German. You're There's no Italian. Primavera. Penicillin? I'm Ever- allergic. <laughs> you are? Yeah. Oh, God. The great king of Twatland. Chapter 8. <laughs> okay, we're like close to the end. I love Please. you for sticking with me. I always, Stephanie. I always, I always die. I always. Oh, ET, phone home. (laughs) All right. Something with the king and the people and the land. Princess tells everybody to leave. Yeah. And tells him the king wants peace. The king was the one who killed all those people when he was a boy. Yeah, we knew this. Mel tells the princess that they killed his one-day, 12-hour wife to get to him. Let's try to get to the end. Scramble bamble. So the princess of France goes back to the English king and tells the king that Mel said he won't leave until the king is man enough to face him in person. He wants to fuck, fight. Yeah, he wants to fuck the king. He's like... 
Your king is pretty in the face, but she's super thick. I'm the same, same on my, my dick. dick. Mm, 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 so we find out that the king basically planned her trip as a trap. Before he sent the French princess to go to meet with Wallace, he sent for the French army and the Irish army to basically plan like a giant trap for the Scottish to lead into. And the princess is kind of looking at him like, oh shit, I didn't know that's what you were going for. She pretends that she hates Mel. She pretends that she hates Mel, but she wants to fuck Mel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sexual seduction <laughs> is there. The king um, is a giant cunt. The prince, the princess sends a secret message through her maid or mm-hmm. maiden or her whatever. slave. Yeah. Main bitch to Mel that the king is planning a, an army to attack them. An army to attack army. them. We're going to send the the boys in to fight. We're past the point of me trying to even be accurate. Yeah, we're, we're, we're really far My past that point. My foot is blue. It's, it's pink. All the Scots are in a meeting um, and Mel shows up. He wants everyone to basically lead into a giant army so they can defeat the English. And he basically calls them a coward because they don't want to. Mm-hmm. The main nobleman who... It's called Bruce. Talks to him. It's for friends, not food. Mel tells the main Englishman that he needs to re- unite all the Scottishmen. And he, the guy's name is Bruce. He's like, yo, yeah, totally. We'll, we'll totally do that. Totally. In the background, in the meantime, Bruce, who's like the main nobleman who happens, like, we're made to believe that basically he's supposed to be the king of Scotland. And his dad is like, yo, don't listen to Mel. I'm going to tell you what to do. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'm totally going to listen to you. But we don't know what he says. Okay. They're like whispering to each other. He's, he's like, like, and then it cuts. Got it. So, of course, we we don't hear what he actually sends. Says. So, of course, we don't actually hear what he says. And the next scene cuts to the English saying that the Irishmen are going to be in the front line. Mm-hmm. And the Scots and the Irish are kind of going head to head. That's fucked up. And then the king says, well, like, the Irishmen really aren't men, so it doesn't they don't matter. matter. <laughs> yeah. And they meet in the middle of the field that they're fighting. And mm-hmm. they're literally, like, head to head. And they're, the Scottishmen are like, yo, what's up? Hey, it's nice to meet you. They shake hands. They're like, hey, I just met you. And this, this is crazy, crazy, but you're Irish. I'm going to kill you, friends. maybe. They don't kill each other. Oh, okay. They're like, yo, you know, it's really nice that we met each other. And they say hi. And then the next thing that we know is that the Englishmen are firing arrows of fire at them. Okay. They're fighting, and all of a sudden, like, at this point, they're having a fight. More of the Englishmen are coming in, and Mel starts waving a flag to kind of bring... Surrender? Not, not, not to surrender, but to bring in more of uh, His troops. the Scottishmen in. Mm-hmm. He had two Scottish noblemen kind of like leading the cavalry, which is all the guys on horses. And they're like, fuck this. We're, we're not in this. And they walk off. This is a war movie. It, it's really sad. 
It's okay. I know William Wallace dies, but Scotland got its independence eventually. I don't know. So Mel waves the flag for the other Scottish to come in and said they leave. And basically we find out that the English set up a deal with the like two or three Scottish noblemen for them to have like higher titles and more land and other shit like that. At some point, Mel also gets shot in the titty. The titty? The titty. The chicken cutlet? The chicken cutlet. <gasps> the breasticle. And he's like, oh no. And then he sees like the king and his main soldiers kind of riding off. And he chases after them. Wow. He goes after them. Super like night rider. Super hard. Super hard night rider. One of the soldiers is like, yo, you need to protect the king to one of the soldiers that's riding with the king. He turns around and it's like, what's that movie with? Who's the guy that plays Joker? Heath. Joaquin Phoenix? Gladiator? No, no, no. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, yeah. Troy? Troy. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Heath Ledger yeah. plays the soldier. Yeah. He puts a spear in somebody else. Yeah. So he puts... Oh, I see you, cheeky motherfucker. Ew. <laughs> so, like, it's... it's what's What? Knight's Tale? The Knight's Tale, yeah. The Knight's Tale, yeah. So... <laughs> Like the guy puts his spear down. At this point, Stephanie are, are equally drunk. I'm. I it hit me hard just now. <laughs> he puts his spear or whatever the fuck <laughs> down, and they're charging at each other. Mel gets like struck in the shoulder. He falls off his horse. He pretends that he's dead. Mm-hmm. The other knight gets off of his horse and like is kind of checking him if he's dead. And Mel is like, "Wow, I'm not dead." Blech. And, like, tries to stabby-stab. Mm-hmm. And, and he pulls the guy's helmet off, mm-hmm. and it turns out that it's Bruce. It's Bruce? It's Bruce, the it's, main... It's Fresh Have Friends, Not Food, Bruce? It's it's the main... From Finding Nemo? No. It's, oh. it's the main Scottish nobleman. Wow, what a traitor. Super traitor. What a traitor. So not like, Trader Joe's. No. It's a traitor. It's too good for Trader Joe's. That gnocchi. That cheese gnocchi is so good. <laughs> So he's like, I don't remember where we were. Bruce, he reveals himself as the traitor. Bruce knocks him off his horse. Mel sees that it's Bruce, and he basically starts crying. Like, he almost completely gives up. He's like, you know, I was hoping that the... He doesn't say this, but basically going through his mind, he's just like, yo, I can't believe, like, the main Scottish noble wasn't behind me. I can't believe it was you. I can't believe it was you. I was really hoping that, like... It's you, Bruce. He'd be Bruce, how could you? He'd support the the, the regular people. This fucking face. Mel... Is on a mission to get back at the nobles. At the nobles. The king is still alive. He's super sick. He's super sick. He's, he's just coughing with his dick. dick. So, like, he's not doing too hot. Okay. He sees that the king is leaving and kind of, like, stealing the rest of the horses. Mm-hmm. So he chases after him, has a couple other soldiers with him. And one of them turns around and is like, yo, I'm going to fucking fight you. And we end up finding out that the person that is fighting Mel is actually a Scottish nobleman. And it's fucking Bruce. Shocker. I could have told you it was Bruce. I never trusted that bitch. Yeah, no, totally. So while they're fighting, Bruce ends up falling off of his horse. And he sees that it's... I'm sorry. Mel ends up fighting. 
falling off of his horse and he ends up seeing that it's Bruce, yes. okay. the main Scottish lord, right. that is the one that's fighting him. And he kind of just starts fucking crying and he doesn't know what to do with himself. Hot. We cut to the ginger boy that, like, was his friend. In the beginning, yeah. Yeah, he, throughout this whole time, was one of Mel's captains. Okay. And we finally see the old man dying, because he ends up getting, like, stabbed in the gut or some shit like that. And he's like, yo, son, I'm fucking dying. Like, it's fucking happening. And he's like, no, you're not. He's like, no, I totally am. While all of this is happening... Mel sees that Bruce was the one, like, the main person that betrayed him, and he kind of gives up on the battlefield. And Bruce is like, this is kind of fucked up. The psycho dude mm-hmm. who joined... man Yeah. Yeah. Who joined the army kind of comes along, and Bruce throws him onto his horse, and he's like, yo, get the fuck out of here. And the psycho dude's kind of looking at him like, what the fuck just happened? He's like, nah, get the fuck out of here. And they're right away. As other soldiers are coming in. At the end of this entire fight, the old man is finally dying. And Mm -hmm. he tells his ginger son that he's super proud of him. Oh, how Um, sweet. The Disney ending we all expected. Yeah. The fuck did I write? And he just tells him that he's super proud of him. And, like, he can can do more than he expects he can. Great. I don't know what the fuck I wrote. The main nobleman... After Mel sees that he betrayed him, mm-hmm. he's walking amongst all the dead and crying, kind of realizing... who Basically kind of realizing how he completely fucked up mm-hmm. and that he was on the wrong side. Because his dad was like, yo, you need to follow my plan. Don't listen to anyone else. Like, this is the right thing to do. And the main nobleman, Bruce, goes back to his dad and he tells him that he can't forgive himself for betraying Mel and that he doesn't care about... He says that he can't forgive himself for betraying men and he says that he can't... I'm sorry. (laughs) He says that he can't forgive himself for betraying Mel and that he doesn't care about the alliance that he ended up striking with the English. Okay. And... One of the Scotsmen that betrayed Mel is... Bruce says that he can't forgive himself for betraying Mel the way that he did. The next thing that we see is one of the main lords, Scotsmen, that betrayed Mel is having a nightmare about Mel and that he's chasing him down. He wakes up in his bed sweating, kind of like, oh shit, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. He fucking sits up in his bed and his main door chambers open up and Mel is on a fucking horse with a fucking nunchuck with like a spiked ball at the end of it and just fucking bashes his face in. Great. And the the way the graphic is done is just like, like his face just crushes into this fucking spear with spikes. Just boom. Badoom. Toasty. It's over. 100%. He runs off he bashes his face and he fucking just catapults off of the ledge of like a lake because his room is on the river. He fucking jumps off like a hundred yards, meters, whatever the fuck you want to say, with his horse, which is a total like doll that jumps into the water. It doesn't matter. Peter. He gets away. 
basically after after okay so i put no swiping after killing the scottish men and the scots are like yo he's more dangerous than he was before like we can't trust him so mel is now on a mission to get back at all the nobles Mm -hmm. he basically starts a new mission of running through scotland to kind of collect more soldiers because at this point like a lot of They're the people to conquer the land that they had can get the soldiers from it, a lot of the people that he originally had kind of like died or some shit like that like yeah. they don't specifically explain it but basically like he goes back into scotland to get most more soldiers he goes back into scotland to recruit more soldiers right to get to recruit more soldiers And we're kind of, like, cut in between the king, like, having coughing fits. So he has some kind of illness that we we don't know specifically what it is. And we find out that the king wants to use the princess as a ploy to get to Mel. To kind of have him come back and have a bigger fight. And then we... We basically find out that the king was plotting to have Mel meet with the princess to kind of come up with an agreement that they were going to meet in the house. A yurt. And Mel was coming to the house, but the princess wasn't there, and it was just English soldiers. And instead of going into the house, Mel blocks the door with, like, his main peeps. And they set the entire house on fire and set all of the English soldiers on That's fire. Up. No, it's not. They were going to kill him anyways. Okay. After the attack that the English are planning to kill Mel, a bunch of Scottish noblemen kind of come together and try to swear their allegiance to Mel. Mm-hmm. It's too late. And Mel basically tells them, like, everything that we've come to try to get to this point yeah has been trapped later on after this meeting mel decides that he's going to meet with the main nobleman bruce Mm -hmm. and kind of come to an An agreement agreement with everything that's going on but behind bruce's back bruce's father who has leprosy tries to fuck over mel and his clan Right, and, like, betray Mel, basically, so the English are on Bruce's side. Yeah. Bruce basically tells his leper dad, like, go fuck yourself. Like, I'm super pissed that you did this. Bruce tells his dad that Longbottom, or whatever the fuck his name is, isn't his king. First name introduction, 87 minutes into the movie. Yeah. I love it. Longbottom isn't his king, and it, and it doesn't confess that he's to be... The purified pain mm-hmm. of of Scotland or some shit like that. I'm I'm completely butchering this, so I'm, I apologize. That's okay. So basically, Mel gets tricked into meeting with Bruce to kind of like finalize their agreement. To kind of finalize the last meeting with all the Scots, that Bruce is basically supposed to be the main like nobleman king of scotland and bruce is behind supporting him but bruce is like i don't know what the fuck he's called like second in command doesn't trust that ww is going to actually stand behind the crown of scotland and he betrays him okay so mel is supposed to meet with bruce but bruce's 
I don't know, second in command. Comes up any before. Brings English people into it and they catch William Wallace. And then as W.W. is in prison, the French princess comes in and says, like, you know, just, like, confess. I don't want you to die. Like, basically tells him, like, I love you. Say that you did everything so they don't kill you. Okay. And And he's like, nah, I won't give him my freedom. And she gives him, like, a pain potion. And he swallows it in front of her. But as soon as he leaves... As soon as she leaves, he spits it out. Oh, wow. What a bitch. I mean, he's he's very, like... He tries to be noble. He's very noble. Ow. He's very noble. It's but okay. Like, you don't have to describe it. I get it. I understand what kind of a man man he is. Yeah. He, he's very, like, I have my I'm gonna beliefs. I'm going to leave the ladies, and I'm going to stick with my beliefs. And I'm going to stand behind it. Before he's tortured, the French princess goes to the king, who at the time is, like, coughing up his lungs. Mm-hmm. And she's like, please have Spare mer- him. Like, spare him, have mercy on him. But at that point, like, he can't talk at all. Yeah. Like, his his, his lungs are so fucked up. Um, it, She's trying to, like, kind of... Speak for him? She's trying to kind of, like, convince him to give him mercy. Okay. And he kind of, like, pulls away from her, and she whispers in his ear, even though you're dying, you don't know how to show mercy. Mm -hmm. I want you to know that your bloodline ends with your son. Mm -hmm. Because there's a child growing within me who isn't your bloodline. It's a bastard child. I mean, like, bastard child, but not really bastard child. She had sex with W.W. Oh, okay. And that's who the baby is from. And that's who the baby is. And basically, like, go fuck yourself. So he has, like, a coughing fit. And at the same time, we see um, the... What's his name? Not exorcism. What the fuck is his name? I'm pretty drunk now. I'm pretty drunk now. Mel gets captured. Okay. And they call him Long Something, the king, because he's super tall. I called him Long Bottom. Of course you did. So they tell him because he doesn't want to confess that he's going to have to be punished by pain. And while Mel is being held prisoner, the princess comes to him and tries to convince him to confess to have a lesser punishment. He tells her all men die, but not all men live. Mm. What a powerful statement. Yeah. So the princess goes to beg for Mel's life, and the king is barely alive himself. Mm. And he, he can't speak. And he can't speak. The prince whispers into the king. The princess whispers into the... The princess whispers into the king's ear that his bloodline will die with him, and a child not his son's grows within her belly. Before the actual execution mel prays that he will die well okay he's taken out into the town square the ex the executioner tells him to beg for his life to get a merciful death he doesn't say anything silent treatment they start to torture him and the first thing that we see is they kind of hang him in front of the entire town square Mm -hmm. and the next thing that we see is they bring him down from the noose they tie him to something that looks like a cross we see them cut his shirt we don't see it specifically but they basically castrate him they castrate him Mm -hmm. yeah and he's kind of like i like it 
<laughs> you He's like, like I like it like that. <laughs> they basically cut his dick off, and the crowd kind of starts, like, going, like, ooh, that's kind of fucked up. The executioner guy tells him that he needs to beg for mercy, and the whole crowd kind of says, like, mercy, mercy, at the same time. Because he won't do it. It's, it's getting to the point of being insanely brutal, and the executioner guy keeps saying, like, beg for mercy, beg for mercy, and he just screams, freedom! I won't let you down. Yeah. And everyone kind of goes silent. Mm-hmm. Right before he's about to get his head chopped off. Yeah. Because it's kind of like slow-mo. Yeah. You see one of the executioner guys swinging an axe. He ends up seeing his wife walking through the like crowd. gladiator. It really is. And she slowly walks through the crowd, kind of cut, coming up to the front yeah. of the group. And that's when the final axe gets Comes blown. Down on him. And blown gets blown onto his neck. And that's where he get the Mars bar. And immediately con- cuts to two armies, the English and the Scottish, in the middle of the field. And we get a narrator saying that Mel's body was split into a bunch of pieces and his head was sent to the London Bridge and his arms and legs were sent somewhere else. And it basically had the opposite effect of what the king was expecting it to have, mm. because it bright, because it basically stirred up, because it basically stirred up the Scottish people in the opposite effect of what he thought it would be, and he thought Mel's body would be a warning for other people to stop having a rebellion against the English. At some point, Bruce has an army meeting, kind of like where he's supposed to be crowned the king of Scotland. Mm-hmm. But before he ends up meeting up with the English knights, he turns to the Scottish army and says, you bled for Wallace. Mm. Please bleed for, for me. me. And the Scottish army starts screaming, Wallace, Wallace. And Wallace Mel comes in as the narrator saying, Oh, well. It says, till the sugar tits in the land. You bled for me, now bleed for the future of sugar the land. You bled for Wallace, now bleed for me. Mel comes back to narrate the Scots that the day that they were starving and that they were outnumbered, they fought the English mm. and they won their freedom. They won their freedom, yay! And we're going to end this fucking now because I'm exhausted. I'm going to pass out. So... Goodbye. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Seven out of ten. Yeah. Seven out Sure. Fucking I don't care. Say goodbye. Woo, 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 woo. Woo, woo, Thank woo, you woo. for listening. It's Have a good night. Long night. Yep. Thank goodbye. You, thank you. Thank you. Got a motion.